0: Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am super excited today for this episode, but first let me address my voice. As you know, uh, normally I don't sound this way, but I had a little too much fun last week at the Phoenix Open and the Super Bowl parties, so this is how I sound. Anyway, my guest today is Farah and I am excited because she's an internationally recognized facilitator, coach, speaker and founder of the inter, of interact consulting she partners with ambitious women entrepreneurs and leaders who find themselves frustrated and unfulfilled despite outward signs of success when they work with her they reimagine her business their business crafting a lucrative purpose driven enterprise that delivers more confidence more connection more revenue and more meaning which is so important Having rebuilt her own life and business from scratch after struggling through her own life-changing experience, Vera knows exactly how to forge a new path towards a meaningful life and offers her clients a proven blueprint for their own success. In her 25 years experience, she has designed and facilitated leadership programs for global, global organizations, including Johnson & Johnson, Saudi Commission for Health Specialties, Pfizer, Hachi Energy, British Deputy High Commission, Swiss Re, Alibaba, Coca-Cola, just to name a few. I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Farah. I am super thrilled to meet you.
1: I'm really excited. I've been listening to your show, and uh, I think that I don't know what um, episode this is going to be, but I know you've been doing this for a while, so
0: I've enjoyed your show. So thank you, Sarah, to have you know, for inviting me here. Oh, thank you. Well, and it's such a pleasure to have you on the show because I think so many times women entrepreneurs and women maybe just in general think they have to have their life all together and all figured out and tied up with a nice bow and they they think everybody else has everything together. But in reality, there are things that we go through in life as women in order to arrive at the destination we are at. So I'm very interested to hear your story because you shared in your bio that you've basically changed your entire life. So tell me a little bit more about that. You know, before I tell you,
1: I want to show something. Uh, I got this beautiful it was a gift. And um, by the time I came home, it was broken. Oh! So I have all the pieces here of this. okay? And it was so pretty. And I, um, you know, when you think about getting it all together, mm-hmm. it, I've just I, I've just been holding on to it because in the past, I would probably get rid of it. I would yeah. think that it has no value. And um, today, I just find that it's so important to be able to. Um, Firstly, know your value, as well as to know that it can have imperfections, you know, that you can have your flaws, you can have challenges, but uh, it's really, you know, so I'm actually holding on to this and I've ordered this beautiful Kintsugi um, uh, uh, paint because I want to actually feel this, you know, which is incomplete, but beautiful with flaws and everything. So just telling you that uh, it's a really big part of my life is to be able to share parts of you. However you are, however you are at this moment, love it. So that's one thing. And uh, going back to your question, um, I think uh, yes, I like. uh, I think it's been a very interesting journey. And uh, I want to start by saying that very adventurous, and I was like that from the time I was a young girl. Uh, Loved adventures, and I think what was interesting is these adventures took me to places all over the world, and I truly believe that. Um, You know, life is uh, very exciting. And being the youngest in my family, uh, I probably had uh, a better bet in many aspects of my life. And um, I think it was uh, all these experiences that shaped me, uh, being able to live and work across the world. But I think it was one experience in my life which uh, shaped me even more. That was um, when I. When I actually got married and I had a very, very tough time because we started off with two really big uh, life-changing experiences, because I lost my first daughter mm. to um um to leukemia, and I had no idea what leukemia meant. Can you imagine? I just at that time it was only understanding that cancer was something that you would experience, but it was also new. And okay. there were a couple of other things like that that really Came in the way of my marriage, and I think it was that moment where I stayed in a space that I was not feeling valued. I was not happy. It was it was toxic, and uh, I just felt I didn't have any power to actually mm-hmm. change that. So you know when you stay stuck and believe that this is probably where uh, you know you know you just have to make do or settle. I was in that space and it was unlike who I, you know, who I, who I was. Until in 2006 is when I woke up one day and I believed that there was something that shifted. And, um, you know, when you reach a point when you know that you just have to make a, you know, you just have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, uh, it was the bravest decision, a frightening decision to walk out of A marriage with a six year old, uh, and I walked out with nothing. And Mm -hmm. it's from then on that I was able to build my life from scratch. Of course, it was really tough, but uh, I think the most amazing uh, period of strength, of really knowing my value at that time, knowing Mm -hmm. that I believe in my own power, of course, also being able to reach out to my beautiful family who supported me and uh, build everything from there. And so, fast forward to where I am today, it's really about looking at um, really helping others as well in building courage. Because I think what it really took for me is to have the courage, despite all the experiences and fears I had, to make that change. So, here I am today doing things that I absolutely love, which is Mm -hmm. facilitating um, across the globe, working with organizations, building. Courageous leaders, and especially with women, coaching them to uh, reimagine their life like I did mm-hmm. and uh, just tap into their own power. So I love that space that I'm in. Uh, so I just want to say that it's, it's a space that I'm truly feeling like I own, you know, I found myself, my mm-hmm. home, and enjoying it. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, I'm so sorry for your loss. And um, I unfortunately lost my brother to leukemia. So I feel like maybe we were supposed to meet and talk. Um, Leukemia is such a devastating disease. And uh, I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, But I think one of the things that I love about your story is that many times women and especially entrepreneurs feel like, well, I've already gone down this path. I've already, you know, built this business or I've already started this. And so I can't go this way because I've invested so much time and energy into this. And so how did you find the courage to, you know, leave and reimagine your entire life?
1: Yeah. You know, I like what you're saying because a lot of us, we are, um, you know, when we feel stuck in a situation that's not serving us or we're in a career that is not fulfilling Mm -hmm. us, or we are at a level, a really senior and, at, Mm -hmm. you know, at at a point when we have to take the next move, but we don't see that. uh, We're not able to see through that, you know, it's blurry for us. And um, there's so many reasons to be in that space. And for me, um, you know, it reminds me of this beautiful, if you can think of a swan, you know, uh, if a swan is walking on land, it's going to be very awkward. And it's been, and I think about a swan walking awkwardly on land and finding that um, not beating itself up, that it's so awkward, but it's heading to water. And the moment it heads to water, it's when it finds that, that mm-hmm. new path and I find that what happened with me was uh, what really worked with me was being uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the spaces I was in so really leaning into that discomfort. It helps because otherwise we are fooling ourselves mm-hmm. that everything is great but really doing that work of knowing you know, what exactly is beyond there and uh, feeling comfortable to uh, experience all the discomfort. Uh, to deal with that, to go through the messy parts, and then of Mm -hmm. course, keep an eye on that vision, which is really uh, that water, which is your calling, which is something else that you dream of. And I find that a lot of us have dreams, Mm -hmm. but they just remain as dreams. So for me, uh, I think a lot of things I've done in life, actually I was thinking about what has really worked for me has been the fact that I'm able to dream, but also live that dream so it's just about the way i do that is i'm able to follow my bliss in the sense i i'm focusing ahead most of the time and i do not want a lot of this energy to leave me thinking about where i am currently or what it's looked like or how so i think the thing that works for me is focusing on uh, the way ahead because mm-hmm. that's the journey that's going to take me to that next destination to my water but being willing to believe that I can do it <laughs> I think it's just that um, yeah I think it's beautiful to be to be in the space where you can have those inspiring conversations with yourself or where you want to head than yeah. looking at where you want you know where you have come from so for me it's really about looking ahead and it's all about building that uh, that journey not not wanting to have it all perfect. Yeah. It doesn't and I love, have to be, yeah, it doesn't so, have, you don't need to know
0: everything. Yeah. And I love that you talked about getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable or getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think so many times people stay in their comfort zone because it's easy. They know what to do. They, and their dreams get further and further away because there's this gap from, you know, this is my dream and this is where I want to be, but there's a gap. Maybe it's money, maybe it's skill, maybe it's you need to make a huge change in your life. So the dream gets further, further and further away because that dream may be uncomfortable. It may be you need to learn something or it may be you need to do something really difficult, like change your job, like you're sitting in the C-suite and you're like, This is everything everybody told me I dreamed of, but it's not my dream. So how do you get comfortable with the uncomfortable? Yeah,
1: I think it's about leaning into, um, you know, when you don't do the work uh, Mm -hmm. on yourself, like, for instance, let me tell you one example that happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Two things. One is the way I do that. So I'll share two, two ways that have worked for me. One is every year, in the start of the year, I give myself um, the first two months or three months to do something like the impossible project, mm. like creating the impossible. So it's really about choosing to, to step outside and uh, do, start something from nothing, you know, mm-hmm. so create something. So right now, I'm actually experiencing something like that. I'm doing something called the creating the impossible project. Last year, I did something similar. I was part of a uh, experience called the artist way, which was really tapping into my creativity and really leaning into discomfort, doing things that mm-hmm. uh, I had lost sight of. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's about how do I trigger these uh, emotions, find out my inner strengths, find out what I can do more of and really mm-hmm. you know, uh, lean into that. So so it's a lot of initiative that I take to step into these spaces. It doesn't land for me. It's what I choose. It could be because I I have that. Um, it's one of the things that I've grown up with, this need for uh, trying new things. So it's mm-hmm. probably easier for me. So I want to say that for uh, your viewers that it's not always easy to get into uncomfortable situations on your own. But if you could actually be in a community or you could be with a buddy or someone who, or a program that you can be part of, it's really exciting to be able to stretch. So that's one thing that I do. The other is the harder part. Mm -hmm. The harder part is when you work on your inner world. Because if I want to change my outer world, I have to do the work in my inner world. So if I think about all the hard things I did, it's really what I did inside of inside. Um, mm-hmm. So let me give you two examples. One is, one is this experience I had with my losing my child. Now, the space I stayed in was um, I had uh, you know, when you actually numb yourself from that grief, mm-hmm. you don't talk about it. And that's yeah. a good space to be because you don't want to surface emotions. You don't want to talk about it. And maybe you, something has also created that where you could numb it. So in my case, I want to say that for years, mm. for years, I had numbed, numbed it in the mm-hmm. sense that I didn't even go there, didn't even take her name, didn't even think mm-hmm. about it until a time during the pandemic. It was a moment when I was in a breakout room just at the start of a pandemic and people were talking about, I was, I think in Indonesia, you know, somebody had set this up and I can't forget this. I was in this room, somebody was sharing how he had lost his mother a week ago and how Mm. he was alone in that process, but what he did to come out of it so that he can create spaces to talk about this. And I don't know what happened there, but I, I seriously, that was a moment for me to suddenly uh, look inside of what I was hiding. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying, that, you know, when you're able to actually work through those emotions, uh, address them. And I want to say that that's what I did. I worked mm-hmm. on that. And then I celebrated my daughter. We did mm-hmm. things as a family because we had never done that before because it was such a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. I chose to keep it hidden. But mm-hmm. I did the work and I can't tell you how um, liberating it was. Yeah. So that's one. The second one, which I did yesterday morning, but with the support of an incredible coach. You know, when you're looking at choosing, choosing who you want to be, In 2023, choosing who I want to be as a mother, as a coach, as choosing who do I want to be to create this incredible, um, incredible future or Mm -hmm. the vision for myself. It's all about who I want to be. So many of us looking at give me a strategy, tell me what to do. I want to talk about what are the five things I need to do, but the real work is looking at who you want to be. So, being Mm. is everything. And yesterday, I did a very powerful process, which was um, forgiving myself for judging myself in so many ways. You know what happens when you do that work? Uh, I think you're able to shift into an identity which is so powerful that um, there are no judgments. And you start being someone. And then when you have experiences like that, you've already forgiven and you've stopped judging. So you probably are in a space that is so powerful that, um, you know, you touch other people's lives very differently. So a lot of work that can happen is through choosing who you're being. Yeah. 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 So I that's, love. That's the, that's the discomfort. Doing yeah. a lot of inside work.
0: Yeah, and it's really about the inside work that shapes what we're able to do in the outside. And I love your your idea of the impossible project. I think that's a great way to put people in a situation where they're thinking about it in a positive way, like those challenges of, okay, I want to do something different But I also really resonate with the thinking about who you want to be, because I think many times we get caught up in what we want to do and rather than thinking about who we want to be. And that changes the dynamic and narrative. And it makes some of those things possible.
1: Absolutely. And I would like to tell your viewers Uh, so that this is supportive of uh, doing something like this, is I'm doing Mm -hmm. Michael Neal's program called Creating the Impossible. Please check Mm -hmm. it out. He is brilliant. And um, it's, uh, please go and check it out. And it's, you start with nothing. And then you have, you create this impossible goal. And uh, it comes from nothing. Yeah. And you need to find something where it's even 20% chance of actually working so you have to look for something so impossible yeah. besides all the goals that you have in life so even I have a beautiful vision and you know yeah. future that I look forward to but this is how I challenge myself this is how I get myself into excite you know to bring that to be innovative to be creative because finally it's about what do I want to create like a big vision of mine is you know what legacy I want to leave Uh, for my daughter, I have a beautiful 23 year old. And uh, I think that these next five years is where I will create my signature in the leave it on the imprint, uh, my footprints. And so a lot of things that I'm uh, stretching into is uh, doing so much work inside that I can offer it to the Mm -hmm. clients I work with and they experience it, you know, so that's how I feel like I'm still 21. And I'm enjoying (laughs) All this creative stuff, but life is beautiful.
0: And I want to say
1: that you can be in that space when you choose to.
0: Yeah. So you've talked a lot about imagining your future, getting uncomfortable, having goals that are impossible, which I love. Now, if somebody is sitting there in their cube or wherever and they're stuck, what's the first step? I think it's,
1: um, I think when you're stuck, you're in such um, a negative energy Mm -hmm. and I can give you an example of what happens when my daughter gets stuck and I'm seeing it because um, I find that she's able to get out of it like this. It is finding that one person you can talk to, find Mm -hmm. that compassion, you know, someone who is like, is the seat of compassion. One person who you can pick up the phone and mm-hmm. be able to share and be yourself, who can actually lift you up. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of things, I've found that when I've been stuck, it's usually a sense of community. It's I don't want to do it alone. I don't mm-hmm. need to believe I'm alone when I'm stuck. Yeah. Because when I have chosen to be alone, Sarah, you know what I've been doing? I can go deeper into a hole. It's yep. horrible down there. You <laughs> don't want to be there. So I want to actually be able to, you know, just put my hand up and, you know, find, know that I have this ex, ex, you know, someone who's in my life. And uh, while I'm there for my daughter, I have my incredible, one of my, yeah, I would say I have an incredible family, but there's one, my sister is there for me. Um, And I'm able to get out of some stuckness like this, but the work that you can do is to... um, tap into your enoughness you know that Mm -hmm. I'm enough and wherever I am so there's no need to be that perfect uh this perfect um artifact you know I don't have to need to be that so a lot of lot of security in doing that um that work on knowing yourself I think that self-awareness piece is Mm -hmm. underestimated so I would say do a lot of um have some support, but also get started in leaning into your strengths.
0: Yeah. Well, and you really brought up something that we don't need to do it alone. You know, unless you're inventing something revolutionary, somebody has done almost every dream that you dream of. Somebody has at least some of the pieces. And I think so often we think we have to have everything all figured out before we can move forward with our dreams.
1: In fact, today I was, you're right. In fact, today, uh, so here's another crazy stuff. Okay, So you now know that I step into these impossible waters. So for yeah. me, I want to, I want to put a rocket on my dreams. I want to put a rocket on my, um, the fact that the impossible is nothing. And this is how I work with others because they need to dream big and bigger yeah. and know that you can do it you know yep. there's nothing that's stopping except yourself and so um I took a it was uncomfortable but I'm doing a 30-day Facebook live now I want oh. to tell you that I'm not used to going on video every day I haven't done this um it was a lot of discomfort. I'm on my twenty day 23 and today I spoke about something called Ish and Mm -hmm. it's it's a book, the name of the book is Ish and it's um, how we can move from being perfect, you know, like everything should be um, Mm -hmm. striving for for perfection or to have everything ready or, you know, there's nothing like that. So for me, it's about good enough, right? What what if 80% is good enough? Like we spend so much time on working and making something perfect, but who cares, you know, so in certain situations, of course, the context matters. The reason I'm sharing this is most of us are looking at getting it all right or thinking that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard or have to be ready for something. But I don't think so. I think it's about enjoying that journey, um, yeah. being okay where you are, but excited to have new conversations about where you're heading, you know? So yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. And for me, it's all an adventure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. Now I do know that you work with companies to help their executives and other employees. If somebody wanted to work with you, how would they go about working with you? And then what could they expect? <laughs> you know
1: what they'll expect now, you've heard yeah. from me. Okay, so um, disrupt. So, two things. Uh, I work with, uh, so this is my third major career in facilitation and coaching uh, and building leaders. And uh, this is for almost 22 years. This is my third major one. So, I can say that you'll get expertise, you'll get uh, uh, disruptive thinking, you'll get innovative ideas, you'll be pushed into situations that. Uh, are transformative so if you're looking for information you won't get it from me what you get is transformation okay so you should be ready for uh, creating that change and shifting into the space that you want to so but the designs that I create so I create these programs as well Um, so I design the learning journeys that are very exciting and uh, so also very impactful so when I work with organizations this is what they can expect someone who has the um, expertise over, over these years. And of course, where I'm heading over the last say from the pandemic is building my coaching business. So, facilitation mm-hmm. is something I say is in my DNA. I've been doing this for a very long time. Um, and today, it's really about also wearing a coaching hat. So, mm-hmm. for the last few years, I've been coaching women, especially who are looking to have the courage to soar and, mm-hmm. uh, and really reimagine. And disrupt their thinking so but it all starts with you know your I think the part that they'll have is believing that they've already was already there and then walking yeah. towards that yeah those are yeah. some ways uh yeah I love it and where could they find you so I'm active on uh LinkedIn and uh, of course you can also go to my website which is very simple it's uh, uh www coachpara.com. um nice. I yeah so you can you can check out all the things that uh, how you can work with me in 2023 so uh, as well so that's one place and LinkedIn is somewhere I uh, I love too it's a beautiful home to share mm. and learn from each other
0: yeah I love LinkedIn I feel like LinkedIn is yeah. gold untapped yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. I, I have a lot to a lot to still do in uh, LinkedIn uh, you know, I've also like I talked about that hole. Uh, I've gone down the hole where I've, you know, become uh, invisible and then mm. I show up. But I think this year I gave myself another impossible goal to show up a lot more. So you could find me on LinkedIn for sure.
0: I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. I think you've shared some really nugget, good nuggets of gold, stepping into the impossible, getting uncomfortable. Doing that inner work, I think so many times that we avoid because we just add another task to our list. So if you're listening today, please reach out to Farah. She's a great resource. I feel like she can help get you out of your stuckness and into the path. You truly are meant to lead. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking with you today. I loved every moment. Thank you so much, (laughs) Farah. All right, Bold Goal Crushers, it's time to do the work and crush your goals and everything that gets in the way. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word GOAL to 480-530-5368. Again, 480 530 five, three, six, eight, and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.